0: Welcome to the Deep South Dining Table. It's Monday morning. Malcolm White here with Carol Puckett.
1: Good morning, Carol.
2: Good morning, Mal.
1: Wow. Where'd the <laughs> music <that> go? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. My, my DJ skills are on, uh, on hiatus this morning. You, you've had a week off, you know. Yeah. And you're,
0: you're already losing it. Anyway, Carol, how are you?
2: Malcolm, I'm great. It's a beautiful day. Oh, I have been looking forward to seeing you and... And I missed Java so much last weekend. We're just kind
0: of having a party. Hey, you know what? We got an invitation last week uh, that included Java. He wasn't here, so I don't. Are you familiar with the invitation that we got?
1: Um, Are we going to see um, uh, Stafford? Yes, we are. Okay, yeah, that's what. February the Uh twenty
0: fifth, we've been invited to be grand marshals of of Stafford's Mardi Gras parade and party in Drew, Mississippi.
2: It's the Crew of Drew. The Crew of Drew. There you go. And it is a lawnmower parade, and I asked if we had to bring our own. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were going to be pushing lawnmowers, but I believe we're going to be riding.
1: You get some riding lawnmowers and decorate them up real nice. Yeah, Let's, we got to
2: talk about our costumes. Okay.
1: We'll so see, anyways, We'll see what we can do. you You got you to put that on your calendar. Oh, yeah, February 25th. I'm not... I'm
0: fairly sure that he asked Archie Manning first, being from Drew, but I think Archie turned him down and we were we were the second choice. So yeah.
2: doesn't hurt my feelings. Not
0: one bit. Carol, what you been eating? You know this is a show about the culture of southern flavor.
2: Well, I have been cooking and coping this week and flounder was my dish of the week.
0: Mm, you know, Cold I dreamed. Flounder. I dreamed last night about catching flounder. I was fishing and In this very little small puddle, it was almost like a mud puddle, and I caught a flounder.
2: Do you think that was because you saw my post on cooking and coping?
0: Could have been. Could have been. I have no idea uh, how dreams get concocted.
2: I have no idea either, but I had uh, texted John at Dugan's Mm -hmm. Fish Market uh, to see if perchance a pompano had shown up this week because it's the Pompano yes, we're it running is. right now, and it's a nanosecond that they do. Right. And he offered up whole flounder instead. <laughs> and normally I put it on a baking sheet, you know, rub it with olive oil, salt and pepper, lemon, and, you know, stick it in the oven at a high temperature. But I found a little bit, I am just was, wanted to be a little more adventurous and okay. found a wonderful recipe in the Washington Post. And you actually put the whole flounder in a baking dish and put a half an inch of water. Mm. I mean, there's no mm. rubbing it with olive oil, no, no no, nothing. And, you know, that's really poaching, right, as several right. people call to my attention. But put it in a hot oven. I mean, in a, maybe it was just a 350-degree oven for 20 minutes, and it was beautiful. And then sauced it with a butter, lemon, garlic sauce. Threw a few capers on top and called it Friday night dinner.
0: So what becomes of this water that you put the fish in?
2: The water evaporates, or okay. it, it almost evaporates. I just poured it off. But if, if, if you check the fish after 15 minutes and you see the water is almost evaporated, uh-huh. you put more water in because you don't want it sticking to the bottom of the pan. But I just tilted the pan right. and whatever little water was left.
0: What if you used fish stock instead of water?
2: Ooh, isn't that just like you? Just,
0: just, just saying. Yeah. So, did it crisp up after the water, the poaching process ended? Did it then become sort of broiled? It, it would no, no, no. It, it, it stayed it, it
2: didn't. And here's the other thing that I learned. Maybe you've done this, but this was a real eye opener for me. It said to take a sharp knife. And to go around the edge of the flounder, between where where the fin and the body meet, all the way around, and you know where the tail is, cut across, you know from one side to the other, and then when when it's cooked, you can easily lift the pieces of flounder. You don't make such a mess. Right. And I realize that's what they do in really fine restaurants, and you know, when they present the whole fish and the waiter takes like two large spoons and just miraculously it's already
0: been clipped and prepped
2: it's been cl- it's been clipped mm-hmm. so that was kind of cool
0: so uh, this was obviously a whole fish
2: it was but what size works, fish was it it was about two pounds okay but uh it you know works with other flat fish you, you know sole but of so, course mm-hmm. flounder um you know halibut but a uh, gulf flounder is our flounder, mm-hmm. and boy, is it good.
0: And the Pompano are ours as well, I guess. Yeah. They temporarily school through the Gulf. Yeah. I don't know where they live off season.
2: Th- maybe they're, you know, summering or wintering who somewhere. Knows? Who, kn- who knows? But I know what's been cooking in your house.
0: What's that you got there?
2: It is the best pound cake I ever have tasted, and I, I'm a pound cake person.
0: My wife makes an amazing pound cake. It is her grandmother's recipe, the northern Virginia, northern neck grandmother, Norris.
2: No, no Lebon, this is not the Lebanese side.
0: Armenian. This is, oh, I'm
2: sorry, that's Armenian. Fine.
0: Yeah, no, this is the uh, father's side, and it's uh, northern, northern neck of Virginia, the Chesapeake uh, branch of the family, and she makes a mean pound cake. And I brought
1: both of you a slice and, and a recipe to share.
2: And you can say that mine is already almost gone. <laughs>
1: yeah, Carol put a hurting on that this morning. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm working slow. I, I I did something rare and ate breakfast uh, today, but I am okay. going to cherish this cake. Though, well, you've got an, a, a day a day long nibbling. <laughs> there you go. Before well, you, could
2: we talk about
0: this cake? Please, I brought the recipe, and uh, again, it's it's Kara's. Grandmother Norris from um, the northern neck of Virginia, and there's there's a couple of, go ahead and well, sort of talk uh, about the recipe, then I'll know, tell you what she tells me are the essentials.
2: Previously, my favorite recipe was my own grandmother's cake that my sister's published in several of her cookbooks, but this one takes the cake. Whoa. And <laughs> what I want to talk about is
0: we are sound effects? <laughs>
2: What I want to talk about is this says it's a cold oven pound cake. Yes. Maybe some of our listeners are familiar with cold oven pound cakes, but I am not. So tell us what Kara says are the important details.
0: Well, doing it using the cold oven methodology is essential. But also she says do not substitute the fat. And what she means by that is this recipe calls for both Crisco – and butter, and she says she understands that people love to substitute because of health reasons or some sort of um, dietary restrictions, and use margarine instead of butter or some sort of substitute, and then use some other oil instead of Crisco. But she says it never comes out the same if you substitute the Crisco and or the butter.
2: You know how I like to think about that is that you have this big old cake. And you have one cup of fat, and you're going to get, what, like 30 pieces, 20-something pieces. I I mean, it, it just can't put a hurting on you to have one piece of pound cake with Crisco and butter. Right.
0: But we'll post the recipe, and everybody will have an opportunity to make a fantastic pound cake. And you can add blueberries, you can add apples, you can add anything you want to to it, but it's mighty good the way God made it. Okay. All right, we were talking earlier about flounder, and we have a caller from Mobile, Alabama, and I'm going to tell you something. If people in Mobile don't know about flounder, nobody, nobody does. does. Jesse, what's going on?
3: Not too much. It's uh, 52 degrees right now, so a lot warmer than it has been. Now, have you guys been down to Biloxi to Mary Mahoney's?
4: Oh, oh yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: Their flounder dish with these stuffed crab meat and optional crab claws depends on how you want your crab claws prepared. The first time we tried it, it was a recommendation from a
4: guy at a gas station. Loved it
0: ever since. Yes, Mary Mahoney's uh, has been using the same recipe for uh, stuffed lounder for a very long time. So uh, if you're in the Biloxi area, absolutely check out Mary Mahoney's. Uh, or just fun. make a trip. Yeah,
2: Just for the flounder.
0: Of course.
3: Yeah, Mardi Gras coming up, so you can kill super birds.: one
0: style. There you go. <laughs> go see the Mardi Gras at Mobile or Biloxi or anywhere on the Gulf Coast, New Orleans. Mardi Gras everywhere. Go to Mary Mahoney's and order the stuffed flounder. And tell them Jesse sent you from Mobile, Alabama. Thank you for the call, buddy. All
3: right. All right have a good
0: one. You too. Well, Carol, guess what? Besides the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day being just around the corner. It is also officially Girl Scout cookie season.
2: I could not be more excited because I was a Girl Scout forever. till. I was in high school and had to hide my uniform and put it on after school because <laughs> it wasn't cool. But Girl Scout Couldn't cookies, let it go. are where I started my career in sales. Well, there you go,
0: from Girl Scout cookies to the Everyday Gourmet.
2: That is true, and then that the Viking, true. and but, then
0: here you are, Deep South Dining, I and know. still.
2: And yeah, you know, I look at Java is such a font of information. He is, and when I got this script and I saw that there is a Cookie Finder app. I threw down the paper and went to my <laughs> iPhone, and I have downloaded the Cookie Finder app. And Tell it our is, listeners it is wonderful. where
0: this rascal is.
2: You just you know, go on, on, in the App Store and put in Cookie Finder, and it's it will say Girl Scout Cookie Finder. And you download the app, mm. and it says, Find Cookies Now.
0: Do you have a favorite Girl Scout Oh, cookie?
2: of course I do. Thin Mints.
1: You got mine. You got That's it. my favorite. That's mine. We That's <laughs> three, of, three of a kind in of here this morning because I love a Thin Mint.
2: Well, there's a Liz
0: section. Liz is shaking her head. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's your favorite, Liz?
3: Tag along.
1: Tag along. Oh, uh, the
2: peanut okay. butter. Okay. Well, there is a section that says meet the cookies, and I have to say that there are imposters. They have expanded the selections. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... Um, Tagalongs or peanut butter patties, and that that's kind of a old favorite. My other favorite is I don't see them here. Oh, Dozy Does—they've renamed the peanut Do-Si-Do's. butter peanut mm-hmm. butter sandwich cookie, but now they have lemon ups. Girl Scouts s'mores. I bet those are
0: good. Carol has gone down the rabbit hole and of the cookie a cookie. Up. There is
2: a <laughs> brand new cookie uh, called Adventurefuls. Uh-huh. But what's different now? I mean, the Girl Scouts has changed so much over the years. It's more about the experience. Mm-hmm. They are not sitting there just doing little cooking, cooking and sewing badges. They are actually changing doing the world. They are changing the world. they are doing you know science um you know computer you know rocket bag, all this all this stuff, but the different thing about cookies now is they don't go door to door
0: which very much. I, I i hate but i understand i under- yeah. understand
2: yeah. it, yeah. but if you get on your cookie finder you will you will see like when I get on my cookie finder, they're probably fifty maybe even 100 places within 20 miles. Most of them are within three miles. Are these like drop-off places? No, they're, they're Kroger's, and what they do is on a certain day, all these Girl Scout troops come to the store. Oh, okay. So on Friday, February 18th, I shall be at Kroger on Old Canton Road. Which is three point four miles away to okay. buy. My, I'll buy thin mints for everybody.
1: I, I, I can dig it. I, I really appreciate the Girl Scouts and what they do because this is a once a year. It's a it's a big event. I, I kind of hope they would expand and and you know be just on the shelves because uh. it's a, Girl Scout cookies are a national brand now. You know where it's not just oh in my neighborhood you know girls or friends or whatever. No, this is a, a big thing.
2: Yeah, but I think that just having. <laughs> Them one time a year builds the yeah, excitement. Yeah, part of the
1: allure. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: Do you freeze your thin mints?
1: If I have a, if I have enough, what yeah, do you mean? I he eats the a, whole I, box?
2: Well, I, I do too. <laughs>
1: now you get, you get It's it's different when they're when they're cold. It's, it's yeah, different. Yeah, it's different. but uh-huh. I try
2: to hide a few packs in the freezer. They don't last, they don't last long. last <laughs>
1: It's
0: like freezing a Snickers or something. You know, it's it. They're great. They're they're great both frozen
1: and not frozen. Yeah. Now, do you have Girl Scout in your life? No, uh, I I do not my girls um I don't know 5 years old is that okay. too young? I don't it's know. too young. Okay, okay. Okay.
2: But I really encourage you uh to put them yeah, to put them in scouting. It, it's just a wonderful program.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who makes Girl Scout cookies. It's something we'll think about it, and uh, They're
2: we'll, actually made, I believe, in several factories uh around the country. I know many years ago when I was doing it, it was, it was the F.A.V. something of Virginia. They were oh, okay. all made in Virginia, but now I think they have them in different plants.
0: Do you think it's Keebler's Elves?
2: I don't think so. <laughs> don't I don't think some. the Elves okay. can make these.
0: All right. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about Super Bowl and tailgating and grilling. and The chicken wing shortage seems to be taking a lot of air out of the room uh, around.
2: That's what you call a supply chain crisis.
0: <laughs> total crisis. And we will uh, be speaking to our wild and wonderful friend, Elizabeth High School, here a little bit later on. But we'll take a break, come back. Love to hear from you. All you have to do is pick up your phone, my friends. It is toll-free, and dial 1-877-672-7464. Or if you don't want to talk to us on the phone, shoot us an email to food at mpbonline.org This is Deep South Dining and Carol and Java and I will be right back. Hi, I'm Jason Klein from Fix It 101. If you ever thought about changing the doorknob or fixing a leaky faucet, some jobs just aren't that difficult and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere. Welcome back, Deep South Dining. Malcolm White with Carol Bucket. And we were chatting a bit before the break about the upcoming Super Bowl and uh, the obsession uh, in America with chicken wings and the supply chain, and now I guess it's chicken thighs. <clears throat> but the proverbial question is what came first, the chicken or the egg? And we have lots to talk <laughs> about from last week's program about eggs and how to crack and clean and shell an egg.
2: Who knew? that there would be so much response to the egg show i mean we got <laughs> emails text cooking and coping posts yeah but uh there's just a lot more to the egg and i just want to say if dr jim Sones is listening i want to apologize for disparaging the microwave poached egg
0: right well sometimes you know it, it- it takes a radio show to really know to really, all the different really angles. Know. We think we know, but it, we're just but here to find out.
2: What what he offered here is that he is all about speed, and this looks very speedy and efficient. So his ritual is to put an English muffin in the toaster that takes three minutes. Okay. Then he takes his coffee cup, or the cup he will later use for coffee, and puts hot water from his kitchen dispenser in it, gently breaks two eggs, and then puts it in the microwave for 64 seconds. 64
0: seconds. That's not
2: 63 or 65, 64, and they are perfect poached eggs. Then the toaster dings, and he's all set.
0: Wow. So there you have it. This is how a doctor eats.
2: That is that is how a doctor eats a healthy breakfast. And Very only, efficiently. And has to only wash one one cup.
0: And we appreciate Jim listening and always yeah. offering up tidbits of of nuggets that and relate to what we you do. You know,
2: here. our friend Susan Montgomery from Greenwood uh, is a loyal <laughs> cooking and coping poster. But she posted... A technique, uh, which, you know, we saw with several people about steaming eggs. But I was very taken with at the end, you put the eggs in a uh, container, you know, with a lid, like a you know, plastic container. Then you shake it 40 times. Forty. 40, 40 <clears throat> yeah. And the egg just, ma- the peel just magically comes off. And, and she had tons of comments on it. All these people said they used that and had tried it last week. So there was a lot of shaking going on. A whole
0: lot of shaking. And one of our early uh, notions when we started this conversation was that if the eggs were fresh, they were more difficult to peel than if they had been in the store. And and then there was room temperature versus coming straight out of the refrigerator. There were so many different techniques. Uh, but that, it's yeah. But I mean, if you think you know best how to shell an egg, please share. Yeah.
2: And, Java, did you, did you say we had an email or two?
1: Yeah, we got an email from a, a listener in Biloxi, Linda, and she said My tip for peeling boiled eggs is to immerse them in ice water immediately after they have finished cooking, then tap each egg on a hard surface and crack the shell and then put them back in the ice water for a few minutes this allows water to get under the membrane she went real scientific which makes it easier to separate the membrane from the egg white and then i peeled them under running water she said Hmm. not foolproof but works most of the time for her there you go yeah great great tip and then there was another email, too. Um, y'all had a lot. Of, I was out last week, but a lot of egg talk because um, we had an email from Stephen, and he said, a fried egg on a hamburger is very traditional in Australia, along with pickled red beet slices. In France, a poached or fried egg on top of a green salad or a ratatouille is very traditional Um, And then he talks about the experience He went to a restaurant He was not feeling well one day He had to go to dinner for a job interview The chef graciously graciously put two fried eggs on his green salad One of the best restaurant meals he's ever had And then, did y'all talk about persimmon? Pudding. Yeah, yes. pers-
2: somebody called in and talked <laughs> about persimmon pudding, maybe it's Kathleen.
1: A, a very common dish among Native Americans in Oklahoma. Uh, at the end, love the show. <laughs> wow. Great.
2: Right. Eggs, eggs, eggs.
0: All right, uh, we've got a few phone calls here. You want to take those? Let's see, we got Jim calling. Uh, I don't know where Jim is calling from, but uh, Jim wanted to talk about Girl Scouting and where the – revenues from the cookies come from jim are you on the line yes sir what's going on where
4: Where are you buddy good good morning i'm in hurley wade mississippi hurley
0: wade okay
4: yes down uh just 20 20 miles
0: north of pascagoula okay gotcha not too far from I, I, perkinson where i grew up
4: okay uh i I just wanted to say, because sometimes I'm skeptical about uh, donating money to different organizations, but I had three daughters and a son. All three of my daughters were in Girl Scouting, and uh, my wife was the troop leader. The money that is raised from Girl Scout cookies and any other donation is used for Girl Scouting It's used for camping and projects. It does not go to buy a Cadillac to a a rich executive in uh, New York or or such as that. They use that money. And I wanted to say that on the air so people who who, uh, may want to donate to Girl Scouts will know that that money is used for the girls.
2: We really appreciate you saying that, and I'm a, I'm a big scouting person, and that should be inspiration for a lot of people. Thank you so much.
0: We have another caller. Uh, TJ from Kosciuszko is calling about fish. We were talking earlier about Carol's flounder. What's going on, TJ?
3: Yeah, we have to redeem a fish. Redeem a fish, okay. Yeah, uh, we had a show on uh Few days ago, uh, about the beautiful city of Grenada and Grenada Lake, and nobody knew what a crappie was. And bless their hearts, they were calling it crappy. Oh, oh no. my God!
2: It we, we've actually talked about this right before the show. <laughs> uh, Java it, Java's just, I, wanting to cook some crappie, and he was asking because you know m- many of us know that Grenada Lake is the number one place well, in the world
3: for crappie. That, that's right, and crappie. If you like catfish, you'll throw a rock at a catfish to eat a crappie.
0: <laughs> I like them both. I like them both, but man, there's nothing like a mess of fried crappie or some hush puppies. Sweet. Oh boy, they're good. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Java some crappie. He's a little worried about the bones, but we're gonna fix him up.
3: No, they're not too bad if 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 they're cut right. You fillet them and stake them and. You know, you eat a fish, you better slow down anyway. <laughs> you, swallow, you swallow one bone, it would it'll it back you up. Even even filleted catfish, you know. Right. You ever seen anybody swallow a bone and tear a, a, a sink off a kitchen sink? Ooh. Get this bone <laughs> out of there, nigga. I've seen it. So,
0: Thank you, bye. Okay, T.J., thanks a lot. T.J. from Kazi T.J. Calling. gave me another tip on another show, told me to put those Mountain Dews down, and
1: I think I'm following uh-huh. his advice. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, let's just stay on the phone, because uh, we have quite a few callers. William is calling. He's on the road somewhere around Jackson, wants to talk about poached eggs. Hey, William.
4: Hello. What's
0: up? Hey, I got, I got a problem with your poached egg recipe. Uh-oh. What you
5: got? He didn't say what uh, wattage the microwave was because it's going to make a lot of difference depending on what the wattage of that microwave is. Oh, good.
2: Observation. William, we will get in touch with the good doctor and see find what out.
0: wattage the microwave was set on. Are you talking about whether it was set on high or low, or the microwave's wattage? Period. No. The microwave's wattage. Okay. Reading. Gotcha. Well, we'll have to get in touch with Dr. Sones and see if we can find out because that may have some real bearing on the amount of time that you poached the egg. It sure will. Well, William, keep it in the road. Be careful out there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it. And we'll have
2: the answer next week
0: or, or sooner. We may hear from Jim as we speak. Okay, Carol. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right, we said we were going to talk about chicken wings and supply chain shortages and, and, and all of that as it relates to, I guess, the Super Bowl. And I guess a lot of people eat chicken wings in and around the Super Bowl. Not me, but I'm sure plenty of people do. Java?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to partake in plenty of chicken wings. That's what I'm going to say. Do you, Are you a big football watcher?
0: Love it. Watch okay. every game, but do not generally eat chicken uh, Tailgating while I do it. Okay, uh, it's just you know, it's just a distraction to me. Oh, you know, oh I'm focused oh. on the game.
1: <laughs> so you're not going to partake in these uh, two two thousand and uh, four hundred calories, which is what most most people are going to be uh, eating uh, a couple Sundays from now. Just during <laughs> the game. Just how many calories? Uh, it says on average uh, two thousand four hundred calories. Uh, per person, I mean, nobody's looking at you know how many calories are in the nachos and the mm. <laughs> and the, and the uh, deep fried chicken wings and the Rotel and the, dip, Rotel dip, the uh, the adult beverages. Wow. Nobody's nobody's counting those calories yep. on Super Bowl well, Sunday. I think you had to take a few days off, and certainly Super Bowl would be one. Yeah, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, you know, I love eating. But uh, typically, when I'm watching the game, now I may eat a piece of pound cake while I'm watching yeah, the game. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Boy, that I, I'll have some with you. Uh, but Java, you let us know that that people will consume 1.4 billion
0: billion
1: wings. Yeah, that's a lot of chickens.
0: Yeah, those no both- wonder there's a shortage.
1: No kidding. But I, th- I, 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 I don't know because this happens every year now around Super Bowl time. That there's a shortage. It's a quote unquote shortage, so I don't know. It's PR. Yeah. my ten-four well, Gar- conspiracy <laughs> hat on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I mean, the price has gone way up. Like yeah. a dollar or more a pound.
1: Yeah. Well, first you create a shortage, then you increase the price. Yep. Or. I mean, because nobody's skipping out on, Nobody. you know, everybody's going to go get the chicken wings. So, now, what about the great thigh replacement? I hear a lot
0: of talk on these TV commercials about thighs instead of wings. Is, yeah. is, are people going for that? I'm,
2: I'm, I'm gonna, I want to weigh in here go because right I, I looked that up and boneless thigh meat spiked by 15 percent in 2021. Dark meat is coming on strong Uh, usually you know american producers ship dark meat to other countries i mean my house is a dark meat house but they um they're they're putting in in fact i had a statement from a famous chef he said that he thought the thigh would become the center of the plate so chicken thighs i love a thigh and and some of the like like Wingstop has introduced something called Thighstop. I saw that to their you know to their menu. And that's like nine hundred places. And
0: John, I mean, yeah, you said your
1: kid had renamed. Yeah, Wingstop. My, yeah, my son. And once they started running those commercials, it's no longer Wingstop. He, he said, "Well, are we going to Stop <laughs> That's instantly what my son calls it now.
2: I, I didn't want to leave the chicken wing thing quite yet. Um, because I sent y'all a couple of, of yeah, things I wanted to mention. Yeah, there was a mention.
0: tragedy over wings. Yeah, it was in in Utah. Utah. People get serious.
1: People get serious. Yeah, I mean, there was,
0: there was a, a shooting uh, uh, as a result of uh, a father bringing home the wrong order of wings, and the son lost it and yeah. commenced firing a gun in the house in Utah somewhere.
2: Yeah, and the, and the bullet luckily missed the father, but it landed in the dishwasher of the person of the apartment next door.
0: Uh, That's a a little bit over the top. Yeah, Uh, and then then can you imagine running a restaurant and you get the
1: wrong order and people whip out their piece? Scary.
2: Yeah, scary, scary.
1: Yeah, Uh then you sent me this thing about DJ Khaled and he's, uh, which I didn't know about this the the so-called ghost kitchens, but um, it's starting a, a a wing, a new chicken wing company called Another Wing. And they're going to uh-huh. be delivering these things all over the world. Apparently, it's like the first restaurant to start in over three continents. But one big thing is they're going to be offering jet ski. I saw that. I don't know. For, like, I guess in in Miami is one of the places where they're going to be, so you can, I mean, you know, it's a lot of boats and a lot of yachts, so I guess you can still get your wing delivered to wherever you are.
2: Well, I (laughs) sent you that because, you know, with DJ being a DJ and you being a DJ, I thought you would enjoy seeing what the next, where this DJ thing can go.
1: Yeah, yeah. The one thing about DJ Kelly, he has diversified his portfolio, so he's not... Only a music, uh, you know, music guy, but he's he, he's everywhere. Now, before we take a break here and and get our buddy
0: Elizabeth High School on the phone, we got to talk a little bit about the uh, plant based options for for this weekend. Now, Java, I know at your house, y'all y'all yeah, practice the in, the, in the
1: mix with our um, buffalo with our buffalo regular buffalo wings because I'm not completely meatless uh, like my wife. Urge, urges me to become because that is what she is. Um, I will mix in some cauliflower buffalo wings as a little plant based option. Try to cut some of those two thousand calories down. Yeah, got it. yeah. <laughs> well, will
2: you share the recipe with us? We can. Can we post it?
1: Yes, 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 yes. I'll post it with the um, with the podcast. And I, I really do encourage anybody to to try it. Like if you okay. if you are uh, trying to do something different. Give it, give it a try.
0: Yeah, and, it, Carol, there are a few other suggestions that we have. Yeah. If you don't want to do the gazillion calories on Super Bowl Sunday, you well, can I, go no, another good direction. good is
2: baked sweet potato chips or any kind of chip that's that's baked, but the sweet potato chips chip is one that you can easily make at home. You just toss them in a little bit of olive oil, season them, and put them in
0: the oven. Put some hot sauce on.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, guacamole, <laughs>
1: Yeah, guacamole.
2: It, it's big. Seven-layer super- bean
0: dip is a is a fairly healthy choice. Yeah, compared to and chicken artichoke dip. Yeah. So anyway, we hope you uh, come up with a fancy and fun Super Bowl Sunday uh, menu. We'll talk more about that as we get closer to February the thirteenth. Uh, I believe is when the Super Bowl is. But anyway, we're going to take a break, and as promised, we are, we'll, when we return, we will be speaking with our great friend Elizabeth High School. She's an author, a TV celebrity, a chef, a caterer, and just a lot of fun. So Carol and I and Java and the team here at MPB Think Radio will return shortly with more Deep South Dining.
5: Hi, I'm Ryder Taff, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advisory and co-host of Money Talks. Each week, we take your personal finance questions and tell you about a money topic we hope you find helpful. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform.
0: It's showtime right here on MPB Think Radio. It's uh, Deep South Dining. Carol, we've got uh, one of our faves on the phone here.
2: We are getting ready to talk to my buddy, and all of our buddy, but my buddy back from our Viking cooking school days, Elizabeth High School, who is a caterer, a cookbook author, a television personality, and a wonderful, inspirational speaker. Good morning, Elizabeth.
6: Hello, honey. How are y'all? Are y'all good? We're
2: good, but we were we were thinking of you, and thank you for jumping on this morning. Uh, Java called to our attention, asked us if we'd been reading your social media
1: in the past few days. Yeah. So what do you? you,
6: It's a good day. It's a good day, is all I
1: can say. (laughs) Yeah, like I just told Elizabeth when we were getting her on, getting her ready for the show. I honestly thought this was fake because I was like, there is no way. This is like bringing these flavors to the grocer's freezer. Like, that's crazy. So yeah, uh, tell something. us, not tell not us sure. what the big news is.
6: Okay, so this is the deal. This is the deal, people. So Little Debbie has partnered with this amazing ice cream company, and they're making Little Debbie ice cream. I, I cannot even I have So this is my deal. So since New Year's, this has been my thing. Is I've been meditating on you know bliss and joy. God said, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to show you that I am real, and here we are with (laughs) Little Debbie Ice Cream. Have you ever in your life? So you can get a Nutty Bar Ice Cream, Zebra Cake Ice Cream, Honey Bun Ice Cream, Honey, it's all there for you. Mm. All of it. Honey of bun it. ice cream? Oh, and the oatmeal cream pie. The oatmeal cream pie, Jesus. Surely. Girl, it's, just, it's
2: almost too much. But surely this is only sold in the South because I think Little Debbie snack cakes that are sold in every gas station. Well, I'm
6: going to tell, tell you, the Yankees, that's where I saw it. So they, they, on the New York Times, they were the ones that I first read about it. And so I thought, you know, this is just, it's a miracle. But, no, they're chipping this all over. I mean, it's going nationwide from what I've read. Now, will they appreciate it and be as excited as I am right now? I don't know. But they should be.
0: 2022 is going to be a good year.
6: I I mean, come on. I mean, this is it. We can hang our hats on joy. We know that it's going to be a good year. If Lil Debbie's coming out with ice cream, it's going to be just fine.
2: You know, I bet you're already thinking of ways to incorporate Little Debbie ice cream into your catering gigs and your next cookbook.
6: Well, I mean, think about it. So let's say that we do some kind of fabulous, you know, let's just even our cobbler, just our chocolate cobbler. You know, take that and then throw that Nutty Bar ice cream on top of it mm. with some, oh, my God, little caramel sauce. Oh, some pecans. Jesus. I mean I can't I cannot even. It. It's killing me. And the other thing is the other problem, the other problem is that I've started a new health initiative. So Uh-oh. not only, Yeah, yeah. So
0: Uh-oh.
6: I don't know what we're gonna do about this. i I thought about canceling the diet. So the icing comes out on Tuesday is when it's gonna be fully fully out. So I was thinking about maybe just going ahead and putting that, that on hold. I I just started, you know, not long ago, so I think we may have to put that on hold for a few minutes. Well you could
0: push it. Three or four months down the road until yeah. you've had your fill yeah. of the little daddy's yeah, ice cream. The
6: that's the deal. The weight's always going to be there. So, so, you know what, whether it's today, whether it's a month from now, you know what, we can get started later. Good.
2: Well, I, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that you were so happy about this. I'm glad that you shared it. <laughs> you shared it on your Instagram. And tell tell us about sharing it on Instagram and what happened.
6: Well see, I knew, I knew, like yesterday after I saw it and I looked it up and I texted, um, the fabulous Helen Colquitt who does all of our social media and I said, you gotta jump on this and you gotta jump on it now. I said, the Northerners know about it, but they're not even, nobody's concerned up there. I said, but if Southern Living gets a hold of this before we do, I said, it's all over. I said, it's gonna be old news. I said, so you get on, and honey, she got on it this morning and we've, it has gone crazy. We've thousands of likes. It's amazing. Wow.
2: So there are a yeah. lot of little everybody's, Debbie things. Everybody's
6: pumped. Yes, I mean, you know, that's the thing. It's like home. I mean, and it wasn't home at my house because my mother, and I think we've talked about this before. I mean, we didn't have anything but like a half a box of stale grape nuts and some ice milk. I mean, <laughs> no. that was it. There was no there was no ice cream. And, I mean, and it was skim, milk, nothing. But Marsha Chenault, her mama... I mean, it was like a grocery store. She had every box of Little Debbie. And I would just go over there and literally gorge myself on zebra cakes and oatmeal cream pies. It was the happiest. I mean, mm. that was, it was the happiest place in the world. I mean, we didn't go to Disney World. I just went over to Marsha's house. And it was just, it was awesome. And. And so that's my experience with little Yeah, Debbie, it's as, just this happy place. Yeah, and and, and you were living resonate. You're a living a life of deprivation.
2: That. You were living, your poor Elizabeth, in yeah, Rosedale, Mississippi. Uh,
6: it's a Rosedale, Mississippi, and it has set me up for. For a long life of, of a food, a very, a very awkward and strange relationship with food. But um, well, besides anyways, Little
2: Debbie's, tell us, tell us
6: what you're working on, uh, what you're doing on the Today Show. Well, so we've got, so we're, I'm super excited that the Bengals got into, uh, are going to the Super Bowl because I'm sure you probably don't know this but the quarterback for the Bengals, or you may know this, has deep ties in Mississippi, and especially Amory, Mississippi. Yes. And so, um, so anyway, so I'm um, hoping to get a segment on that so that we can talk about that. He also went to LSU, which right. we love that. Um, so anyway, so hopefully we'll do that. I have a new television show that I'm doing with Savannah Guthrie that well, is super exciting. Congratulations. Um, I know, isn't that fun? So we're trying to, we are, we're not trying anything. We are teaching Savannah how to cook, which is a bit of a challenge. In our first segment, she burned herself horribly. And then in the next time that, that we cooked, she uh, cut herself cutting butter. So. We've we got a long way to go, we've got a long way to go, but you know, Carol, I'm not deterred. I'm quite I determined know you, you I-
2: are never deterred, and also you okay. are one of the best cooking teachers I have ever seen, and in my well, almost 40 years in the business, I have seen a lot of <laughs> cooking teachers, and I'm, I, I'm confident you can teach Savannah Guthrie to cook.
6: <laughs> well, Carol, I appreciate that I'm going to need it. Um, Anyway, but yeah, but so that's what we're doing. So that's been going on and um once she gets back from China we'll be uh hitting the ground running. She's got to go for her um what is it? Oh to do the opening ceremony. And then, you know, I don't know, we're catering. We've got a lot of fun weddings that um got a couple in y'all's neck of the wood in Jackson that I'm looking forward to. And um anyway good, it's good, busy busy. Any cookbooks coming up? Well, Carol, I just birthed that one. Can't you give me a minute, my God?
2: Well, I know it took a long time to birth, so I'm I'm sure that you're, you know, already scattering the seeds for the next one.
6: Right, but if you don't have come on over, you need to get on over to the bookstore and grab a copy of it because it's a fun one. It really is.
0: Hey, hang on just a second. We've got a caller, Chico's on the road, but he has some. He says additional little Debbie news to share with Elizabeth and Carol and Java and I. What's going on there, Chico? Yeah, yeah. I got. I got to
5: say, when I when I came in, Elizabeth was talking about the Bengals being in the Super Bowl. And I thought she was saying bangles, and she was talking about, like, the bangles were going to do, walk like an Egyptian
6: at
2: half yeah. time. Right. Well, you know, she's from Rosedale, and she did say bangles. <laughs> the bangles.
6: Yeah and, th- yeah, and don't even start with me in the word old, because, Lord, everybody, <laughs> and nobody knows what I'm talking about. But, yeah, it's the, what, how do you say it? It's the bangles, not the bangles, right? <laughs> you say it any way you want to, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I Love it. All right. Well, I'm glad and, you told me. But if I do get that segment on the Today Show, I really don't need to be embarrassing anybody.
5: <laughs> and that boy, that boy from memory that's quarterback at the Bengals. I, I have it on good information that when he gets the burger at Bills there on Vinegar Bend at Amory, he gets his with. That would be with onions.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. Joe Burrow gets yes. a whiff.
5: But oh, about I the love little baby. About the Little Debbies, WTVA and Tupelo reported last week that Walmart and Tupelo was almost sold out of the ice cream. And they showed a forlorn picture of an ice cream uh, cooler with just a few buckets in it. It was very sad.
6: So it's already out. I thought it was coming out tomorrow. So, you're, so it was obviously last Tuesday that it came out. So I'm a little late to the it.
5: Walmart's almost
6: already sold out of
5: it. <laughs> Listen, you, know, you better on get way. on Walmart, down to why the... It's
6: making me nervous this morning. It's making uh, me nervous. I'm on my way. Yeah.
5: But also, this, this is important. There's also Little Debbie's cereal, you know. No, I did not now, know. I've already been through a box of the Little Debbie's oatmeal cream pie cereal, family size, and a box of the Little Debbie's cosmic <laughs> cupcake cereal. Which I'm surprised Kate Reeves allows that to be sold in Mississippi. I mean, you
6: are a wealth of information.
2: Well, Little Debbie, after
0: all these years, is brand building. Wow, Little Debbie's is all over it.
5: It All right, I got to go, y'all. I'm getting in heavy traffic in Pontotoc County.
0: All right, thank you, Chico. Good to hear from you. Wow, all sorts of breaking news here from North Mississippi.
2: Well, Elizabeth, we are going to count on you to keep us posted on the show with savannah guthrie because we'll keep track of y'all and promote it in our neck of the woods not that we can promote it any better than you can can. this
6: is where all my people are yes 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 i can't thank you enough i love y'all so damn much i can't even talk about it you've literally made my week calling me and (laughs) let me talk
0: well man we're always happy to know what's going on with you the last time we talked you were in new york city Get,
6: getting New off York. an airplane. Yeah. Getting off the airplane, I'm telling you, it's good, it's good, it's been exciting. But um none of it would have happened without Miss Carol Puckett, so
2: Well you're, you're you were you were kind and thank you this morning and we will talk to you soon. All right, love y'all. Okay.
0: You. you got some news there, uh Java?
1: Well I it breaking uh, news, more, more little Debbie's news. news? <laughs> Well, not, not no more breaking news but it was about uh, Chico was saying that the little Debbie had uh cereal now and it was funny because just last week on uh Southern Remedy Kids and Teens we were talking about uh diabetes. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. you know, it's just I was like, man, this is very peculiar. <laughs> you you got to stay on
0: top of these things. Well, what a show, huh, Carol?
2: What a show. Uh I wanted to ask both of y'all, did you see Charlie Reeves post on um, cooking and coping he's one of our great listeners is he not beaumont i can't yeah just right up the road and
0: uh. I, I don't know anyway I don't he know.
2: posted a picture of his kitchen and invited other people to post pictures of their kitchen and if you are a cooking and coping follower or if you're not go to facebook and join It was one of the most interesting things. Probably about 40 or 50 people
0: posted photos
2: of their kitchen, kitchen, and it was just wonderful to see the variety. But also, when you're looking at these people's food all the time to visualize.
0: That it's coming out of this kitchen.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, that was a great idea for Charlie.
0: Any other coping, cooking, and coping? Well, Tidbits? there
2: was just uh, a lot going on. I tell you, I saw that Bob Yarrow hold this, y'all. This is this made a tater tot chicken pot pie. Tater
0: tot Wait a chicken minute.
2: pot pie, and mm-hmm. the rep the recipe came from like Epicurus or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, but a tater tot chicken pot pie. Then Julia Newsom, who is from Tupelo, did a chicken pot pizza pie. I thought that was kind of cosmic. Deep dish, it, it was deep dish and, <laughs> and kind of folded up on the edge. But uh-huh. I thought that was kind of cosmic, a tater tot chicken pot pie and a pizza chicken pot
0: pie. Wow, that's good stuff. Well, it's been a lovely hour. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you joining us here on Deep South Dining. And, uh, again, if you want to communicate with us, you can go to Cooking and Coping, our Facebook page. You can text us, call us when we are here in the studio. But if you want to send us a text, we're always happy, uh, I mean, uh, an email, I'm calling them text. You can email us at food at mpbonline.org any any day, any time of the day or night, and ask a question, make a comment, correct us, which we're always happy to be corrected.
2: As we do not pretend to be, we are home cooks. That's right. We are not academic chefs. Don't want to be. Can't but we, we appreciate
0: that we yes. get to have real expert yes. professional chefs on our shows we're from just time happy time. cooks that's right
1: and I ha- do have to say uh thank you to Jesse and Mobile. He called earlier in the show. he actually sent us an email with some pictures of Mary mahoney's oh, um, uh, restaurant and uh, I think we have a it's a dish i guess it's a, maybe smothered chicken and spaghetti, and then we have a nice salmon with uh um uh, cream a, sauce. From, from Mary Mahoney. Yeah, from Mary yeah. Mahoney. Yeah. Sounds like hey, a great
0: You know, we had chicken spaghetti uh, last night at my house. It was a really classic. What a great dish.
2: Introduced to the world by Craig Claiborne from his mother's boarding house in Indianola.
1: If that's not the culture of Southern flavor, I don't know. I don't know, know what, know it what is. is. Chicken spaghetti is one of my favorite dishes. I should have brought you some. I can go on record and say that my mom makes a great chicken spaghetti. Kara makes a good one, too. I, I love the stuff. But also yeah. I have to say thank you to my um to my great mother-in-law because when we were when my entire house was under the sickness uh she brought us some great soups uh brought my wife a um a great vegetarian vegetable soup but then also she made I never really had this or heard of it but it was a hamburger soup and lots of ground meat lots of um lots of vegetables great stock it was
2: Healthy, the,
1: helpful, it was, it, it restorative. Was healthy, it was healthy and helpful. And she kept saying, y'all make sure to get the kids to eat something. Because I spent a lot of time on this <laughs> soup. I spent a lot of time cooking. And, and what they didn't eat, I <coughs> ate. So I can greatly say I, I appreciate the work that she put into it. We make a hamburger soup uh, at House. It was one of my brother's recipes
0: so I'll okay to,
1: next time we have it i'll have to bring some and yeah you can me, compare yeah let me know because it was it was great it was excellent and it was like you say helpful and restorative Carol. well we're glad you're
0: back and uh we're glad that the covid did not get you down and you are back with us and uh rocking and rolling and we'll be in drew mississippi it seems as a yeah. team here in february february 25 we'll be leading the mardi gras parade and drew we'll be on as far as i can tell we'll be riding uh, a lawnmower
1: Somebody Uh, somebody somebody was a (laughs) Jew. That's
0: too much. Deep South Dining brought to you by Little Debbie's is a production of the Mississippi Mississippi Public Broadcasting's Think Radio. We are funded by generous contributions from the good listeners and good folks like you, and we appreciate it. Our show was produced by Java Chapman. We were happy to have Elizabeth High School. Join us today for my co-host, Carol Puckett. I'm Malcolm White. We ask you now to stay tuned for Marshall Ramsey's program entitled Now You're Talking, followed by Southern Remedy at 11 a.m. Please join us next Monday right here for more Deep South Dining heard exclusively on MPB Think Radio. Later. Later.